What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Blue Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. A quick reminder to play Friday the 13th, the game, and Laser League both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of those games. And our game of the month randomly picked was Secret World Legends, which is a free-to-play MMO. If you want to play that, come back at the end of the month. Or if you have played it already, come back at the end of the month. We'll talk about our experiences with it throughout this month and let us know yours. And... Uh, uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. And uh, we are on podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and like seven other different ones, all down below if you prefer to listen to us. And if you're listening to us and you want to watch us on YouTube, come check us out on Tasty Loot Gaming. I think it's the best intro I've done in a while. Um, <laughs> almost no fuck-ups. Uh, the, the information just keeps building. So, uh, yeah, we have three bits of news to go through. Uh, a couple of them um, with quite a bit to them. So uh, let's get into it. First bit of news. Uh, Gorilla Games, the developer of the successful uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, recently just um, hired some people who have worked on Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, Push Square reports that Gorilla hired Simon LaRouche in February, the game director behind Siege and Gorilla, a veteran from his work on Killzone 2, so he actually already worked there before. Uh, Chris Lee, who served as an online multiplayer Online and multiplayer designer for Siege has also been brought on by Gorilla uh, as a principal game designer. It's also worth mentioning that uh, Gorilla recently moved to a new studio that's bigger. Uh, they also said that they did that because they want they they have big plans, but they're also able to keep on more people permanently now uh, through their success. Um, they've been known for the Killzone franchise and Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, outside of that, there is no information on what they are working on right now, but people are speculating it will have multiplayer. So what do we think about, because, uh, the people who worked on Siege, what do we think about, uh, what do we think they're going to make next? Do you think it's going to be Horizon Zero Dawn? Do you think they'll go back to Killzone? Uh, do you think they'll make a new IP? Do you think that they're bringing those people in, uh, for multiplayer? Um, and, uh, what do you make of pretty much all this, uh, information? <clears throat> I almost feel like it's going to be another kill zone game. Um, it would make sense. Yeah. And obviously bringing in, was it two people? Yeah. From Siege. Um, it seems like there's something that Siege is doing that they, they have their eye on. Call of Duty took ideas from Siege as well. So, there's a lot of people play Siege. Yeah. So obviously, it, it sounds like they're trying to do something. And I, if I'm not mistaken, Kill Zone's kind of big weak point uh, was multiplayer, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, so probably yeah, trying to modernize Killzone uh, feature-wise and whatnot. Uh, they obviously have always been like good-looking games, and mm. Gorilla can do that without the assistance. So this just sounds more like a guidance on how to make a multiplayer successful game. multiplayer game. Yeah, because they've done, you know, even Killzone's a campaign-based shooter, and then uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is most definitely a campaign-based game. So yeah, which one would you prefer? Out of the two, yeah, uh, I honestly don't have a preference uh, in that regard, just because <clears throat> the prospect of playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn in multiplayer is the same to me as like, and this is probably exciting for some people. For me, it just doesn't do anything. But like Uncharted or Last of Us or something, it's neat that it's there, but it's not why I bought the game. Yeah. So, and then Killzone isn't really my cup of tea to begin with. So for sure, um, this is really interesting because. Since they are bringing two people from Siege over, Siege has a very specific game type that it is. 
So if they are in fact bringing them over for that, I mean they're gonna have general know how of how to make a good multiplayer game online. But I feel like if you're if you're picking two people from that, there's certain ideas that you might want to manifest in some way through them. Um, and I think it would fit in Killzone obviously better. Killzone is a series that I respect, um, but is outdated at this point in my opinion. Uh, back when cinematic first-person shooters weren't as numerous. Killzone was there for that, and it was really cool uh, back then. I really liked the games, but at this point, that style of game is needs to evolve 100%. Uh, I was very happy with how Horizon Zero Dawn turned out because it, it was a complete you know, 360 breath of fresh air. Um, so if they bring Killzone back, and Shadowfall was like a real quick, like, um, this is what the PS4 can do graphically when it yeah. first came out. That's the only reason they made it, and that's fine, but when I played it, it was very uninspired. It was a pretty basic first-person shooter, but it's understandable. So first off, if they can bring Killzone back, which they should because it's, the, it, it's already got an established brand, all you got to do is show people gameplay that's like modern and awesome looking, and people know the name and go, oh, yeah, I played Killzone back in the day on you know PS2 or whatever, or PS3. Um, it, it would make more sense to do that, um, and I would love to see them kind of reinvent Killzone. They already kind of tried to do it with Shadowfall, and they didn't do it. Now that they have successfully made an awesome game with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, it'd be cool to see them. I would like to see them switch off and make, because I, I really want a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. But I'm not opposed to them kind of doing the Rockstar thing, pop in between games. Um, so if they make a kill zone, I'd, I'd be very stoked about it. These guys coming over to work on multiplayer would be awesome. It'd be very interesting if they did take a different approach and not just do like a death match. That doesn't really work nowadays anymore. Mm-hmm. People really want. Uh, perks and mechanics and and interesting game types and stuff like that. So um, it does make sense to bring guys who who worked on a team that innovated ideas in team play, um, which I would love to see a focus on team play in Killzone. Um, so that's really cool. Also noting on the expansion, I'm glad to see that this company uh, is able to grow from Horizon Zero Dawn because it was probably one of my favorite games of that year. Um, what was it? Was it my game of the year? I don't think it was. Was it? I don't remember. I think it might have been. I liked it a lot. Anyway, I'll have to go back uh, yeah, in time I and check know. that out. Yeah, I forgot. It's all a blur. But uh, I really I really liked Horizon Zero Dawn, so I'm glad to see that it worked for them because that game absolutely deserved it and deserved uh, awards that year. But um, Zelda released that year. So anyway... Um, if in fact they're not making a kill zone, which I'd be very surprised, and they are bringing these guys over uh, to work on Horizon Zero Dawn, just on the game in general, that's cool. But if they were to do a multiplayer with Horizon Zero Dawn, it'd be very interesting. Um, I don't know what you would do. A co-op would be cool, obviously. But if they did like adversarial stuff, are they gonna do battle royal? Like I don't know. Um, that's more of kill zones. Like makes sense. I'm I'm into it. This I would I would be I'm interested in knowing what they'd be doing, but other than that I I have no there'd be no hype for me. If they're making a new IP, I'd also really like that because these guys are so competent and good at what they do and can make larger than life games. Uh, that if they just started with a blank slate and made another team based like online multiplayer game, I mean, fucking yeah, add more options to the market. Because there's some that are falling out now, dice with your games, uh, the market's opening. So um, 
I don't know. I don't know what to make of this, but it's really exciting to me. I'm glad to just see rumblings from their direction. Something's happening. So we can expect something really cool to, to be coming from them. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Anything else? No. All right. Let us know uh, in the comments. What do you think about Gorilla Games? What do you think they're doing? What do you think they're going to do with these guys from Siege? Do you think it doesn't really matter? These are just some talents that they wanted to bring over. Uh, you know, regardless, it uh, happens a lot in the industry. Uh, what do you want them to be working on? Do you care about multiplayer? Do you not care about multiplayer? And uh, yeah, do you want to see Killzone, Horizon Zero Dawn, or a new IP? Let me know in the comments below. Second bit of news. <clears throat> so Sony recently... Um filed a patent that um, they had actually originally filed in 2016 uh, that was titled remastering by emulation. Um, essentially what the patent is, uh, is currently obviously when games are remastered, the developer actually has to go through and replace assets, make them higher resolution, et cetera, et cetera. This would be more of a system in place that uh, you would literally just take the old asset and it would throw the new, um, assets on top of it when you went to play it so making remastering uh, a more streamlined process and easier for developers uh, no word on if this is actually uh, something that's coming out this is just something sony had filed for and obviously uh, this could be for future consoles and not necessarily current generation as well what do we think about um, essentially them trying to make remastering an easier process as almost as if it's like a their way of bringing backwards compatibility uh, without having to do hardware changes well a couple things i've read have speculated to you that they're not sure if this is i mean obviously it would be for remastering but also some people are wondering if you'll be able to just do backwards compatibility in general and this thing will be able to uh essentially upgrade the looks of like an old game that yeah. you're playing. So uh, I think it's really cool. It's also really smart to uh, create systems that can do a lot of the hard work for you ahead of time. So there's less so you can get things out faster. Uh, you know, that can go bad as well if you get lazy. But, um, you know, like when you acquire like an engine from a company, it's already built the engine for you. You can already jump in and start working on your game faster. You can produce things faster. Uh, so it's kind of like that, in my opinion. If they can make a system that can smooth out games and make them look better, and they don't have to individually go through each segment of that game and upgrade textures, check out models, maybe change lighting or whatever. And uh, audio. And audio. It saves them so much time and gets us games faster. I would like to see it used uh, in backwards compatibility over remasters even though i'm not opposed to remasters a lot of people are kind of you know why are you selling us the same games again well you've made a point a couple of times it's always a really good one trophies are a modern day thing if you can add trophies to uh, a remastered game there you know there's people out there who want the you know they're also updated resolutions updated resolutions you guys might stuff. be fine with 4.3 but i like 16.9 so yeah exactly so there <laughs> there is positives to it 100 percent. i'm not opposed to it I, you don't have to buy it um and if you have the old console you can play it um but backwards compatibility would be very cool if they're if they're even thinking about that direction because if there's one thing xbox has on on ps4 it's backwards compatibility. I, that's one thing I give Xbox a shitload of credit on. For sure. Even though I'd love to see those exclusives, they really got to do that. Their work on the backwards compatibility is is really fucking um, amazing. I mean, they've been 
rolling out fucking old games constantly that you can play with one console. I mean, that's amazing. And I feel like that infrastructure they're building will last into the next console. I mean, I feel like they're they're doing it now and it's going to stick with with their consoles from now on since consoles are more modular. Also helps that the whole thing's like Windows 10 based. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because when the that Windows 10 base will move on to the next console, For guaranteed sure. a new version of it, but they'll still have that architecture that they mm. built. So that's one place that Xbox really kills it, even though I wish it wasn't just, you know, a backwards compatibility console. And that's one thing I think Sony could really do to make people happy you know sony is in a position right now where they can do what they want when they want for whatever reason people can complain and they'll they'll be like yeah we want to do it this way and it would be really cool show faith to uh fans of the console to do some things that are outside the box and and not as much of the safe route i get prioritizing exclusives for the modern day console over features like backwards compatibility but it's been out for so long now or maybe even prepping for the next consoles to be able to play ps4 games ps3 games that'd be really cool so i am glad to see that sony is tinkering around with uh with stuff like this well it's kind of sad too because you know the the first games that come out similar they did this time will be like playstation 1 2 and 4 games if it's on the playstation 5 let's say yeah because ps3 had such a stupid hardware setup that makes well, i mean they try they tried to make their own proprietary you know console with its own technology yeah. sony is a technology company it was just so weird people had problems fucking making shit for yeah it. so that those games always are, are gonna get kind of the slower treatment because there's more there to figure out yeah. but uh there's a lot there to figure out when people are trying to make games. Make the, the games, thing, right. Let alone trying to port that to something else. Um, I am with you, though. I mean, obviously, if this makes the work easier for developers, awesome. I am a fan of remasters, as, as you brought up. Um, I am definitely the type of person that, like, you want to give me, you know, sell me a better looking version of a game I love. I, you know, I love the game anyways. I don't mind supporting it. And I like looking at it in a nicer way. And they're always fairly priced. I mean, they're never super expensive. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spend $60 on like a, a remaster yeah. version of the game, but they usually come out at 30. Skyrim. They usually <laughs> come out at 30. Yeah. Um, and that game's old enough to be remastered. Not to really talk about like my financial, uh, thought process too much but yeah. i like i throw 30 dollars at convenience stores like weekly so yeah. easily um although not, it's fair to acknowledge that people come from all sorts of different they, economic backgrounds. they do so and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to sound like a dick in that regard yeah. i'm just saying like for me 30 dollars your situation yeah is really just like is a really comfortable number i think yeah. for for most purchases not even just games in general most games on on the playstation store that are older games are like 15 10 bucks for sure. So. Well, and then you know they do the uh, the grace hits and stuff like that. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm also a huge fan of, of bargain shopping. I mean, look at my Steam; it's ridiculous. Most of those games were not full price. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, if it's something I want bad enough, thirty dollars is basically what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to like bat an eye at that the same way I would like sixty dollars. If you yeah. try throwing me a full retail price, like I worked on this game for the last six years, brand new tech, you know price tag yeah no i'm not unless okay it's a that. complete remake like resident evil remake, 2 yes, Final Fantasy 7. No. yeah yeah um yeah if they actually built it from the ground up again they made a new game essentially a new game. yeah so yeah. it's worth the 60 bucks 100 um 
But in fact, I don't think I could go above 30 and feel comfortable with a remaster. No. no. I think that's the sweet spot, and I think yeah. they know that's that. That's the highest it needs to be. Yeah. Um, I'd prefer 15, 20 bucks, but yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just I, Even 30 seems a little steep for me, but I would still probably do it if I wanted the game. Yeah. I think it feels Metal Gear Solid, 100%. I mean, I, I bought all the Kingdom Hearts. Uh, remastered mm. stuff so but the the other thing i wanted to kind of take away from that or that i take away from this as well is this is the second bit of sony news i've seen recently of them addressing things that the console doesn't do um yeah whether they are actually doing it or not because like i said this is just a patent this is just them going we have an idea that's it yeah. that's all this means so most of this is just us wishfully uh thinking and talking but uh if they do this awesome but the other one obviously that people have been bitching about for a long time is name changes and they they did bring that up again recently they've so. been addressing that for a while pretty much yeah. since e3 they've talked about that so i think it is coming well yeah I, I can't remember who the article was through but someone said that um there was code somewhere and a couple devs had to patch their games um as if like to make it work with that and it had something to do with name changes so this yeah. huge rumor, obviously, but once again, you're getting all these little whispers of Sony addressing things that the console doesn't do, um, that people do want to do. So definitely long winded. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm really excited for that because I've been wanting to, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with my name, honestly, but it would be nice to have the option. So I don't use mine anymore yeah, for anything. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> I, I think Chris has expressed interest in changing his and I'm, I would be not opposed to, at least adding something you know inspired by the channel now into my name since I just want my proper nickname instead of something I came up with when I was like fourteen. I'm thirty five now. A lot so. yeah, I would say a lot of <laughs> that's the funny thing is like a lot of that shit is like legacy names now. Mm-hmm. A lot of the names I use in video games I've been using since I was a teenager. Yeah. So that's really crazy. And a lot of them I've abandoned. So um I think it's like one of the only things in, in media that has some kind of like long lasting personal uh, legacy, like, you know, the names you pick or use as usernames. That's a whole other conversation. That's like a taste cast thing to talk about, but it's really interesting to think about. Uh, yeah. So let's know in the comments, what do you think uh, Sony's working on? What do you think they're going to do? Do you think it's going to be for remasters? It most likely will obviously, but uh, what do you think about um, backwards compatibility? What do you think about the state of backwards compatibility? Do you care about it? Do you not care about it? Would you like to play your old games? I'm sure you would. Most people would probably agree with that. Um, but uh, how do you feel about remasters? And what do you think about changing your name on PlayStation? Uh, since that's like never been a thing. Uh, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to this topic. Uh, last bit of news has a lot of parameters. And I'm sure you guys already know about it. But I'm going to go through the details because I want everybody who's talking about this to understand essentially all the details to it. So everybody knows that the original writer of the Witcher series uh, is suing or might potentially sue uh, CD Projekt Red because he wants money from them. He feels uh, it's unfair that the series was successful and he didn't make more money off of it. So let's jump into the details of it so we know exactly what's going on. Um, I'm going to read it verbatim. So uh, this is via GameSpot, and it says, The wildly successful Witcher game series may have carved out a serious fan base on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and other consoles, but it all began with a book series by Polish author... uh, on Andre, uh, Andre, I don't know how you say it. I, th- I think it's a Polish version of Andre, uh, Sapkowski, 
Uh, now Sapkowski says he hasn't been fairly compensated for developer CD Projekt Red's use of his story. He's asking for a considerable amount of money to make up for it. Sapkowski's lawyers have given CD Projekt Red a legal demand for payment of $16 million. Uh, that's 12.4 million euros. Is mm-hmm. that what that is? Uh, while the studio says it... Uh, legitimately and legally acquired the rights to the use of the Witcher story. Sapkowski insists he enti- he's entitled more because of the Polish Act on Copyright and Related Rights. Sapkowski's lawyers say it may be invoked when the compensation remitted to the author is too low given the benefits obtained in association with the use of that author's work. Essentially, because the Witcher is so successful, now even spawning an upcoming TV show starring Henry Cavill, Sapkowski feels he's legally entitled to more compensation than he received. While it's not a lawsuit yet, there is an indication Sapkowski could turn this into one if CD Projekt Red doesn't come through. Meanwhile, the company said on the web on its website that it was committed to keeping good relations with the authors of works that have inspired its creations. Uh, it's worth noting that they are also, you know, working with um, uh the creator of um, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk yeah. So this is something you can understand is probably important to them since they are taking other people's stories and making games out of them. Uh, let's see. Mike Pondsmith. Uh, I was trying to remember his fucking name. Uh, let's see. Consequently, the board will go to great lengths to ensure amicable resolution of this dispute. However, any such resolution must be respectful of previously expressed intents of both parties, as well as existing contracts. The studio added also suggesting $16 million sum is simply too much money. There's no further details at this point. Um... Yeah, so he wants more money, wants $16 million. City Project Red is essentially saying they are willing to work with him. They just cannot give him $16 million, and he may potentially sue them if things do not go his way. What do we think about this situation? What do we think about the author, Sepkowski, and his position? What do we think about City Project Red's position? Where do you think this is going to go? What would you like to see happen here? And I mean, who do you think's in the right? Is it blurry? Well, what's your general thoughts? There's okay. a lot to this. There is. So, uh, first and foremost, I don't understand the legal system in that country, so I can't really speak in that regard. Yeah. I can they do speak. have, uh, it seems, though, laws that try to protect people from uh, their properties being used and making a bunch of money. They should be entitled to some of it. Which is what it sounds like, yeah. yeah. Um, and Let's on the comments, like the details if you want to. That's fine. We, we're not... And I'm we sure, and I, and I know we have like similar like types of laws, so that you can't get like completely screwed here too. But yeah. at the same time, Rockstar screwed or Take Two has screwed people before. They have, uh, but they're not the same type of laws. It's mostly yeah. like if you didn't know what your product was worth, yeah, and someone else did, and they tried to buy it off you, there's a protection there. Um, I believe in the United States. I could be wrong. I'm not a lawyer. Um, <clears throat> Wait, you're not a lawyer? No. Oh, wouldn't be doing this. Well, I might be. Michael Pactor is, yep. you know, rich dude too. <laughs> He's an analyst. Yes, and he did analyst. stock stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so as far as like my personal thoughts on it, though, and this is probably gonna sound a little fucked up, but the dude made an agreement with a company with neither party knowing how successful it could be. Yep. And he sold that to them. He made that agreement and. Um, I kind of think tough luck. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's shitty because obviously who doesn't want 
you know, a piece of the pie. But even in the original agreement, they had suggested a percentage, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he he didn't take he it. didn't take it. He took a flat price yep. uh, by his choice. Future reference: always take a percentage. Yeah. So that's even in in a bunch of things. I've heard people in movies behind the scenes talk about like. You know, at certain levels of your contract, if you're like not important in the movie, you just in your contract, you're just getting a, a chunk of money yes. or you might get a small percentage. But when you're negotiating, it's very important for longevity to be making money off of that. Every movie you've done, even in the music industry, because that builds up over time and then you don't have to work ever again. Yep. So. It, exactly. Yeah. Um, and anyone who I mean, obviously as an author, but like. Most people who play video games, you understand even when you're trying to increase your stats, you take the hard number or the percentage boost. You usually take the percentage boost because it's better long term. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's how I feel about it personally. It is a shitty situation, obviously, because they do want to keep a good rapport with the guy. Who, uh, but at this point, I feel like because of their success, the, he's got, you know, the greed has glossed over or and some may have pushed him into that hell the lawyer could have pushed him into that yeah um so i mean obviously i don't know the 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 situation behind his thought process other than he has said i want more (coughs) money or at least his lawyer has said that um and that part's complicated but i think as far as like the the deal's done in my opinion so yeah the only thing is the law might be on his side sure which will be interesting um you have anything else? No, no. To add to that, um, before I go into my opinion, I just want to say that if you are a fan of the book series or the author, I'm separating the artist from the uh, the work that he's done. So I have not read the short stories that he wrote, uh, so I have no bias there. Um, but I have heard a lot of accounts of this guy far before uh, this news ever came out, and he sounds he's always sounded like a fucking asshole. Uh, he's talked shit about gamers before. He doesn't respect gaming. Uh, he took that lump sum because he didn't think the game was going to do well, which first off annoys the shit out of me because he didn't have, and I get to a certain respect, CD Projekt Red being a smaller company back then, he didn't have faith in them. So if he's going to sign it over, he's just like, I don't think you guys are going to do well with this game. So just give me my money now, which was dumb on his part. That's his fucking fault. Secondly, though, he didn't have fucking faith in his own uh, work. That's his story. I mean, if I was selling that to somebody or, you know, giving the rights to somebody and I'm just like, hey, it ain't worth much. I mean, that's on your fu- that's on that's your fucking fault. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, So just thinking about that is insane to me. Um, Now, it is worth mentioning as well as, you know, someone who creates stuff, uh, the idea of of giving something to someone and watching them roll with success, huge success, growing, getting bigger, and you didn't benefit from it and they're just still benefiting from it, I understand that that would make you feel really shitty. But the only thing there is that's that has to be a lesson learned because you fucked that up. I get the emotional response to that. That's got to be hard to look at. But you made that decision. You made it a long time ago. You didn't think about it. You didn't research it. I've made mistakes in my fucking life. Everyone has. So I get where he's coming from, but he's not in the right. I don't know if anyone can make that case. I don't, he's not in the right. He made all the fucking decisions. And CD Projekt Red is being completely fair about this, and they are willing to work with him. They just can't give him $16 million, which will 
exacerbate the development of CD Pro or CD Project Red, Cyberpunk, um, and and will it, it's just not good for the company for them to have to deal with this shit. I mean, this guy literally is just like, I want more money. I mean, he doesn't have a case. I mean, he might have a case there. I don't know, but like on like a moral um, plane, he fucked up. That's all that is. That's all there is to it. Yeah. He fucked up. He wants more money, and I get where he's coming from, but he shouldn't get it. But they're still willing to work with him. He should work with them, make a smaller deal since they're willing to do it, and just fucking leave it as is. I hope this does not turn into a lawsuit because that's going to make things really hard for CD Projekt Red. They are a bigger company now, but they're still not a massive company. And $16 million is, you know, a chunk. Um, and I, I hope... I just I don't see I don't see a positive outcome because this guy has always seemed really fucking stubborn um, and and just un not understanding of how um, gaming development and gaming culture is. He doesn't care. He just sees money and he wants it. He's also involved with the uh, TV show that they're working on, which I hope is good. But anyone who's been following it knows that there's a lot of things that seem kind of off about it, but he's fully backing that. So, I mean, like, they they made um, uh, the Hexer TV show back uh, a long time ago, which was awful, uh, which was based off his stories. They're making this new TV show, which has a chance of not being that great, that he's also backing. CD Projekt Red is the only company who's been able to fucking carve out something really special from his work. I would say better than he did. I read the books... But I don't hear people talk about the books as much as I'm hearing them talk about the games. People love The Witcher 3. It's one of the best games that has ever, or not ever, well, I guess ever made. But in the last 10 years, it's, one of the, it's, it's, it's got that status of like a Final Fantasy VII, um, a Metal Gear Solid, like something that's that's really famous. The Witcher 3 will live on uh, in, in with that same kind of legacy. So, I mean, like, that's got to be respected. They, they, they did that on their own. Fucking, I get he wants something, but hopefully they can work something out. I could probably just bitch about this forever, but he's completely in the wrong. I'm not on his side in any way. I get where he's coming from. He's not right, and I don't think he deserves $16 million. Um, he should have made a better deal. He should have took a percentage. Uh, it's It was just a dumb decision. And and just, as like I said, as a person who creates things, fucking, you got to have more confidence and faith in what you make. Otherwise, why are you making it? You don't hand something off and be like, yeah, it's not going to do well anyway. Okay, cool. Fucking, well, you gave it away then. Pretty That's much. your fucking fault, Sapkowski. I got no respect for this guy outside of the the story he created to allow CD Projekt Red to make a great game or games. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, anything else? No. How do you want this to be resolved? <clears throat> I just hope they settle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want a lawsuit. Those can go on forever. And it can affect CD Projekt Red's development, so which yeah. would really fucking suck. Yeah, I mean, ideally, hopefully they settle, and then there's a you know piece of paperwork signed that basically goes, "This is you know final. This is it. Yeah. Stop fucking <laughs> hitting us up." So, because we are gonna keep making money, and you shut your fucking mouth. Well, and like I said, I don't know shit about Polish laws either. So, I mean, time to Google them. Let's let's become Polish lawyers. So I barely know my own laws. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let us know in the comments where do you stand on this. I know most people, 
every person I've talked to about this so far has pretty much been on our side of the argument. Uh, I do welcome people to be on the other side of the argument. We don't have to argue. Just let me know where you're coming from, or maybe let me know some points. Maybe you're in the middle and you're like, well, it's worth knowing that this is how things work there. For sure. Let's have a dialogue about it for sure, because I'm not like here fanboying. I'm just looking at a situation and going, that was a really bad decision you made. From the information we've we've gotten from it, obviously. Yeah, too, there so. could be more factors for sure. I just, I just, the way CD Projekt Red is working with this, they're they're trying to go like, we can fix this. We just can't give you that amount of money. Shows that they're just going like, well, shit, dude. Like, okay, uh, we can't do that, but let's work on this. It's not like no, fuck you, like, we're not getting a fucking dime, because I'd be like, okay, this is getting a little ridiculous, but yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to this situation, uh, where do you stand, how do you feel about it, uh, have you read the books, um, and uh, yeah, did you play the games, do you love them, do you love them, I know you do, but that's gonna do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty the Gaming, so thank you for watching, make sure to like and subscribe, if you enjoy this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes, check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Lou Gaming. Check out my streams on Twitch at Tasty Senpai, all one word. Hit the notification button to know when I go live. You can also watch me on YouTube. I do dual streams. There's a weird delay, though. Uh, the other day, Wade uh, timed it, and it was like four or five minutes when he talks to me. I would see it later. Or no, I, I, w I don't know how fucking time trial works, but anyway, uh, it's really fucked up. So uh, hopefully, they, they, hopefully there's a way to fix that. Anyway, check out those streams and um, yeah, Discord down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. And yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Until the next episode, which should be TasteCast. Have a great week, guys, and take it easy.